You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, Sats and Jace here for your Tuesday night. I'm... TLT. I'm dynamite. Have we got a team to announce? TLT. No, oh, we could find a team somewhere. What about the cricket team? TLT. Has the side for the second test been named? No. TLT. Mm. I hear... Are uh, you looking forward to the second test? No. I hear really? Cricket Australia now uh, counting seagulls uh, as their crowd numbers now, just to give them a bit of a boost. What about that test match mm-hmm. between England and Pakistan? Oh, that now that had everything. The, the seven runs and over in the first innings. Yep. But Four I, centuries. Unbelievable. But I, I want to say one thing. How's that when you've got someone like Brendan McCallum, who's um, an attacking coach, who gives the players the opportunity to go nuts, and you've got Ben Stokes as an outstanding captain mm-hmm. who backs his players, and they're just having fun and playing great cricket. That was that was a dead set road, that pitch, but both teams turned it in a contest. It went down to the last 10 minutes. Mm. Great, great stuff. Great spectacle. Well One done. of the best test matches ever in the history of cricket. Well done, Pakistan and England, and played in good spirits as well. Alex Brosk will review the Socceroos campaign as well tonight on the show again. Socceroos, compare them to the Aussie cricketers. Mm-hmm. They're ready to have a crack. They just go at it. They don't whinge and they can't, don't complain. They're positive. They listen to their coach. And Graham Arnold is old school, isn't he? He's old Very style. old school. They've got a pretty simple approach. It's all around play at high intensity, play at speed, play with aggression. And if someone's going to beat you, they're going to yep. – go to the length of the earth to try and defeat you physically. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty easy model, and he just finds the best out of people. Tuesday, true or false, let me throw one at you straight away. Mm. This is from the supermarket. Okay. Christmas pudding should be available all year round. True or false? False. What? True or false, the person what? that invented the Christmas pudding should never be allowed another day on this earth. False. What's wrong with it? It's disgusting. It's it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It's just a it's just a modified fruitcake. Yeah, don't like fruitcake either. Why? That person can join the person that invented the pudding. You don't like fruit, do you? Well, it's it's what it is. It's a healthy cake. It's got mm. fruit in it. Yeah. Amazing fruit. Mate, it's the best time pudding with a heap of hot or warm um what's that stuff called custard? Oh, man. Nah. And you can't fit it in. At the end of the day, you can't, but you're going to squeeze that sucker in because this is the only day you eat it. It's amazing. Don't like it. Bronson Cherry. Well, there we go. He's back. Yeah. Hey. Speaking of Christmas cakes, yeah. was cherries in it. <laughs> well done. I like what you've Thank done you. there. Thank you. Yeah, so um, over the last couple of days, we've read that the Bulldogs are going to will have offered him a two-year contract commencing in November 2023 because – of course, we've got to remember he was suspended at the age of 19 for um, steroid, tested yeah, positive for steroids, got a four-year ban. Now, many are saying, 
Would you sign him? He's been out of the game four years. Would you sign him? So He'd we'll be training in all that time, though, wouldn't yeah, he? It depends what sort of training he's doing in that four years. Yeah. Mitch mm. Moses sitting on a million bucks. We talked about this yesterday from Para. Uh, Mitch Moses, we will talk about it. But seriously, just take the money. It's a million bucks, mate. Mm. It's What's he waiting for? 1.050 or something? <laughs> Might be some of the little fringe benefits around it, maybe. But also it'll come down to which club he thinks he can win a premiership with out of the three clubs that want his services. Well, who's who's a better chance? Para, Bulldogs or West Tigers? And and how soon? What, next three years? In the next three years, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Para are always a threat. and But I like the way the Bulldogs are going over the next three They're years. They're building, aren't they? Mm. New coach, great coach. Yep. That you know a lot about from ex, ex-Panthers. Yep. Cameron Serrato. All right, we'll have a chat about that. Uh, don't forget, you can get us anytime, 0457 736 736. Uh, this is Sports Day, the seven-seat Kia Sorrento, large SUV. Back in a moment with a footy update. The seven-seat Kia Sorrento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, Badge on holidays, Sats and Jace here. Ezra, uh, Ezra Mann, by the way, uh, for your local Repco Authorised Service Centre, uh, here's a footy update. Ezra Mann in an interview says he set two goals for himself after his debut season, which saw him make his debut in Origin as yeah. well. Uh, that was to get bigger and louder. He's returned five kilos heavier and says he wants in pre-season to develop a louder voice, as he believes sometimes he gets the calls right. He's just not loud enough. Yeah, and that, that's what happens when you're a rookie. You, a lot of times you get intimidated. It doesn't matter how close your group is. You, you're always looking across the dressing shed or you, or on the training paddock and you're looking in the when you're playing a game and you see these players around you that are far more experienced, that are playing Origin, playing for Australia. And a lot of time you can go into your shell, you can be really apprehensive about telling them what, what you want. The real great players. I read a really good story once about Carmichael Hunt when he was 17 years of age standing on the try line and physically pushing players like Gordon Tallis and mm. Shane Webkin and telling them to get their fat asses over there. And um, and that's what you need from your young players, especially in their, when they're in a position where they have to make plays, have to you know create opportunities, mm. talk about field position, whatever it may be. The five kilos heavier, I'd be apprehensive about a young player whose greatest attribute is speed and to, to put too much weight on. Just let it progress. Let it slowly progress. Um, and you'll end up just developing a build that suits the game. Uh, players just think they've got to be so big these days. But he's an exciting young player, Ezra Mem. I've been watching him ever since he's about 15 to 16. He's always been that Matty Bowen type influence on a game. Mm. But being louder is in the position that he plays. That's probably – that's the priority before weight. Putting – getting heavier and putting more muscle on your on your frame – being able to have that um, that really, not only that loud voice, but saying what you need to say in the shortest amount of time possible. Yeah. He um, he didn't really recover from that origin concussion, did he? he? He struggled after that for the rest of the season. Plus, big big debut season for him, playing That's all it. that NRL, Huge. then playing origin. Mm. You know, he kind of faded towards the end of the season. But that, that, that also, hurt him. It also happens in your first year. You have a real yeah. breakout season, but... All of a sudden, you're playing 20, 21, 22 games at high intensity. Uh, when you're young, you're supple as well. You don't get as, as injured. Supple? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, so you don't get as injured. And all of a sudden, towards the end of the year, you just feel a little bit weary. And that's yep. that's where experience comes. You know how to 
prepare a little bit better. What? Why are the Trevojevic brothers still talking about Desi Hasler and how much they loved him and loved playing for him? Tommy's the latest, and he mm. says uh, Desi will come back and he will coach somewhere else. What? They're not helping the situation here, are they? Well, when asked, they've you know they've got to give an answer. If they say, oh, "I'd rather not comment about that," they go, "Oh, there's been some turmoil between the Trevojevic brothers and Des Hasler." You know, they make a comment, the Trebojevic brothers, and I think also they're, they're, they're two young men who are respectful of the game. They're respectful of everyone around them, even their opposition. So, yeah, their admiration, they shouldn't hide from their admiration. And I think many people that have been involved with Desi Hasler, I, I attended a function in Grafton a few weeks ago and Jamie Lyon, former great centre, captain of Manly, won comps there. I asked him about Des and just sitting there and listening to him, the way that Des coaches and the connection that he has for his players and, and the protection he has for his players as well. He just such great admiration for, for Desi. So I can see why the Trebojevic say that. Will he come back into the game, Desi? I think he will. Have I, a year off. Yeah, I think Have he a will. Break. I think he'll, I think he'll eventually go to a club one day in the next sort of two or three years that they just needed that hard edge for a couple of years. Can you do that nowadays? Yeah. Can you have a hard edge? Yeah, he's got a hard edge, but he does it with a lot of empathy as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and a former NRL rising star has been jailed for four years and three months. Sats. Yeah, not long enough. Manasi Finu, uh, the the very promising hooker from Manly Seagulls, um, of course, was was charged with a, a serious offence, uh, stabbing a youth leader at a outside of a Mormon church dance, and um, and he he actually uh, the the gentleman that was. That was um, that was stabbed. Yeah, was stabbed. He in court. He was able to identify Manasi Finu and uh, carried a could carry a sense of up to twenty five years. So he's got off early at four years and three months. He's got to serve. And um, yeah, better we see the back of Manasi Finu. I don't think we we need him a player like him in the game. All right, for Expo Car Service, book into your local Repcar authorised service centre. This is Sports Day. For the seven-seat Kia Sorento Large SUV, Alex Brosk uh, reviews the Socceroos campaign at the World Cup next year on Sports Day. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, Badge and Jace here while... Oh, sorry, Sats and Jace here while Badge... Takes a holiday. Again, remember, four weeks on, three weeks off. That's the contract you need when you're starting your new job. In fact, we should have given this advice to this bloke before he signed his co- uh, his job at the Warriors as the head coach. You only work four weeks, like badge, and then you have another three weeks mm, off. That's yeah. the way to do it. Andrew Webster, the new head coach uh, of uh, the Warriors, joining us now on Sports Day. Uh, evening, Andrew. Anyway, I want that contract you it's a, spoke about. Sounds good. It's a it's a good one. I could tell you that much. Now we're going to talk to you about a lot of things. What's happening at the Warriors and and what you're doing with changes and how they're looking for for next year. But I read with interest you you've said uh, you want to restore pride in the Warriors jersey. Can you tell us how you've started going about that? Yeah, I think I think a lot of that came came from a lot of questions regarding last year, comments made by players and staff that uh, the boys, you know, didn't go out there and try today. Um, they didn't, they obviously don't value the jersey. Um, I've been asked a lot that since I've arrived in uh, New Zealand. So, you know, I've questioned, 
I've answered that question pretty strongly. Like everyone will understand how important it is to to wear the in the Warriors jersey and and what it means, um, not only to themselves but you know to the to the community and to all our Warriors fans. So we've started that process. The other process is obviously to restore it is to play really well on the field in our performances and and show a lot of resilience and effort around around things we do for each other on the field. And we've started that by training really hard and putting a lot of work into the style of football we want to play. Now, Webby, I, I commended you when I saw you in, in Auckland last week about a comment you made in the media saying you just, as a coach, you can't copy and paste when you go to another club and think it's going to work. And you spent some time previously at the New Zealand Warriors. Are, is it a different club and a different athlete with the, the home base players in New Zealand when it comes to, to coaching the Warriors? Yeah, I think I think a lot of things are similar, like a lot of things are. But I think you're right; it's very different. Um, like I think there's three players that are here now that were here when I was here before. Um, so we, yeah, we just can't we can't come up with coaches. The thing I struggle with is coaches want to come up with style that they suits them and the way they like to coach to it. But the, we're not the ones going out and play. These boys are. So we've got to come up with a style they feel comfortable with that will work. But also, will it work in the NRL? Will it win your games? Is it a style that holds up under pressure? Um, and, and things are differently, definitely differently since I got here last time. Um, but, yeah, coaches, we've come up with a really style that we're happy with. What about connection, Webby? I mean, it's really important as a group. And you, you were fortunate enough to coach at a club, the Panthers. Well, I, I've got to say, I've never seen a closer connection amongst a a group of athletes, even players that aren't playing first grade at that time. But as a coach, do you have to let that evolve as in inside the playing group or is it something you can have a, a bit of an influence on as well? Definitely have an influence on it um, by setting an environment where they enjoy themselves, uh, an environment where they can actually be themselves. Um, they're not trying to be someone they're not. Um, yeah, and actually put them in in opportunities where they can have fun with each other. So, yeah, we can have an impact on it, but organically that has to happen over time because if I force it and, and try and try and generate it all in a really aggressive way, then all it's going to do is be a bit of fake energy. They actually don't probably feel that way about each other. And the moment you force relationships, um, you don't organically let them to happen, then that's when I don't think you get the results you want. But I can certainly give them opportunities where we put them in the right environment where they, it can organically happen. I, I agree with you. If they're well connected on and off the field, um, they're going to play some really good field, um, really good football. Andrew Webster on the line with us here on Sports Day. Andrew, your name was touted with a few head coaching jobs uh, for this year. What what was appealing about the Warriors for you? Yeah. The big thing for me was I've been here. Um, I feel like it's always an advantage if you've been to a place. Um, I feel like a lot of coaches and a lot of people in Australia don't understand the beauty of Auckland. They don't understand what a great place it is to live. They don't actually understand what the Warriors DNA is all about. Um, so because I've been here before, I've had that opportunity, and it's nowhere near as daunting for me. Um, I've been asked this question a lot. Uh, if I had opportunity to go to other clubs. I don't know if I would have said like would have said yes to it, but just because I, I, I didn't. I was really happy where I was at the Panthers. 
Um, everything was going well. We're obviously winning, but the moment I got this opportunity at the Warriors, I felt like it was the perfect opportunity for me to be, you know, my first time as a head coach. Um, yeah, and I, I felt like I had a big advantage because I'd been here before. And I went through the process of looking at the roster that was coming to so the new players. I really liked what was already in place. I think the bones of a strong side. And I really liked the vision of the owner, Mark, Mark and um, Cameron George, CEO. I liked their vision of the place. And it was aligned with what I wanted as well. Good signings. As you said, some really good recruits. Uh, Mitch Barnett, who I'm a big fan of. And we've got a lot of Kiwi listeners as well through SENZ. Tamari Martin has come back successfully last year. Chance Nickel Clookstar, who's who's a really good player from the Raiders. Murata Niakora is, is an outstanding forward. Dylan Walker, another good player. And seems to have found him found a, a new role, not only utility, but more that number 13 role, the way that that number 13 jersey is heading. Will he be a player that you look at as more of a, a starting player as, a, as opposed to a utility? Oh, no, I think I think Dylan will be that number 14 role. I think I think uh, he'll only be a utility if um, there's an injury in the game uh, or something happens. But Dylan, I think 80% of the time will be going on as that sort of middle forward because I, I feel like the big advantage with Dylan because he's an ex-outside back is the speed of which he gets across the ground. So if he's running a tied forwards with good support and a really good pass around him, I think we've seen it manly just how deadly he can be in that scenario. But the beauty about it is if something happens to an outside back or, or you know, a 5'8 or a fullback or a centre, uh, he can jump in that role comfortably. I reckon Dylan could even play edge back row. Mm. Um, but if everything's fine and there's no injuries, Dylan will be coming off the field, giving us that energy um, to play in those, in those positions. Last year, I saw him play 80 minutes for Manly at hooker and do a fantastic job. So... I definitely see him as that versatility role, but if everything's fine, I'm excited about that middle forward role. Yeah, I think you're right. He could play that real John Sutton role when, when they won the comp sitting on that left-hand side as a bit like another another five-eighth. Now, a player that not many people have spoken about. I mentioned it to Cameron George how excited I am for this young player. Plays in the halves. I think he's going to have a breakout season, Webby. His name's Luke Metcalf. How's his pre-season been so far? It's going really well. Luke's great. Uh, Luke's exciting. For those who don't know, Luke's um, come from the Sharks. He's an excitement machine. There, there wouldn't be many, many faster in the NRL. I think he's he's at the right age where he's he's starting to really work it out, trying to find his niche. Um, he could he could definitely, and it's up to Luke. I, I reckon he could push everyone aside and, and jump out of the ground and not only take a spot starting spot but show the rest of the NRL um, what he can do. But He's got some real competition at the moment because he's got Sean Johnson, Tamati Martin, as you've spoken about, and he's got a young guy, Ronald Volkman, who made his debut last year. He's only only a pup himself. So it, it's it's a coach's headache at times, but it's also what you want. You want you want competition so that uh, everyone's training as hard as they can every day. Okay, we're going to loosen you up here a little bit, Webby. Okay, mm. we're going to... Find what's behind Andrew Webster, okay? And a series of questions here, okay? If you any any player that you've coached over the years, uh, any of one of those players that you've coached, who 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 could you who would you want to be for a week and why? Who would I want to hang out with for a week? No, and who why would you want to be? Take... You take over their life for a week. 
who would it be and why? Any of the players you've coached? Well, the, the guy currently coaching Tamati Martin, mate, Ollie is the most relaxed guy I've ever met. So positive. Sees the best in every situation. He's got the most simple life. He loves hunting, fishing, relaxing. So good. I reckon that's me. Yeah. Get away and just chill. No I TikTok. Doesn't have a care in the world. Yeah, no. <laughs> no TikTok, no phones, no reception, nothing. Is there, a, nothing. is there a player that you've come across that if asked to be Prime Minister for a day, who could handle the role? Handle the role? I reckon Isaiah Yo. Yeah. I reckon he he's just one of those ones you'd uh, let marry your sister. Like you, <laughs> wow. not, there's not many blokes in footy I'd let let do that. <laughs> but he's just a champion guy. Loves pressure. So calm, and he answers every question brilliantly. I reckon he'd be a great politician. Yeah, great politician. I saw a picture from his European holiday at the moment. He was standing next to a horse outside Windsor Castle, and I didn't know which one was Isaiah Yo and which one was the horse <laughs> because of the size of his head. But, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who could potentially be the coach's pet at the Warriors this year? Oh, this is good. Coach's pet. Coach's pet. A couple of boys bought me a coffee today, um, but I won't mention their names. That's like, that's like being the teacher in Apple. Exactly. Jeez, um, uh, you got me here. You got me teacher's pet. Well, I don't know. I think the boys are into me a little bit about um, – Bailey Searin, I've coached him before. Bailey seems very confident, put a bit of bit of crap on me at the moment. So I feel like I think that Bailey's my pet, yep. but I assure them he's not. Great kid, great kid. <laughs> okay, last two. Uh, out of the coaching staff at the Penrith Panthers when you were there, I know you don't want to look back, you want to look forward, but uh, who would have been the first yeah. to leave Mad Monday? I'm going to go, I'm going to say high performance man Shane Elford, but I'm going to leave it up to you. First prefer, oh, mate, there's a guy there called Tommy Lovell who's in the high performance staff and he would <laughs> he would leave he would leave early without telling anyone. There's a, a Peter Wallace would only leave if he was dragged out. <laughs> so Pete 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 um, he knows how to have a go. Mate, I tell you what, they're very well practiced in re, in, in this area, uh, the Panther staff. They they um, work extremely hard and know how to have a good time. So yeah, there's there'd be a few leaving early, but Tommy Lovell, mate, Tommy Lovell. We yeah. spoke to, and I probably, no one probably knows that he's a good fella, Tommy. We spoke to someone from the Panthers uh, coaching staff. It was on Kevin Seraldo, was no, it was no, Shane Elford. It was Shane Elford. Yeah, it was on the Tuesday. Yeah, and Ivan Cleary was still going with Wallace. Yeah, yeah they were still going. I've heard Wallace not too bad. Now, well, uh, well, I was with Wall. I was with Wall and. Ivan at the Labston Hotel on the Tuesday and Spud came for a little bit and left early, which yep. is Shane Elford. So yep. you're probably right. Yeah. You're not great. Dominated by his missus. <laughs> now, um, now, last one. Any any player that you've coached and he had to tell a joke to save your life and make the room laugh, which player would it be? Oh, who's the funniest guy? Who's the funniest guy? Uh... The, the funniest guy, I reckon, would be Liam Martin. But you know when they're funny and they don't actually mean to be funny? <laughs> he gets nominated uh, all the time. He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because he's a grub and he just, like, starts laughing at his own jokes. He's like, yeah. like that. And then everyone, just starts, everyone starts laughing at him more than the joke. So I'd say, say Marto at this stage. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Andrew, we appreciate your time tonight on Sports Day. You must be excited and nervous as the 2023 season comes around. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well, you, you've been counting down since No, I'm looking September. forward to seeing the influence that Webby has on this Warriors side. I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. Do you expect it straight away, Sats, or by what round? No, straight out of the blocks. Straight out of the blocks? Yeah, they'll play no an brand of footy we haven't seen the Warriors play since 2002. And, and defence right up there, yep. less than 300 points next season, do you yep. reckon? Yep. Yeah, done. Good, beauty. Uh, Andrew, good luck with it all, mate. Thanks for taking oh. – <laughs> no pressure. Thanks for taking Thanks. your time out to chat to us. Thanks for the pressure, boys. Love it. Talk this. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yes, stream every game of the NFL season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. I went home last night and I did the uh, the Dallas Cowboys versus Colts game in mm. 40 minutes. I loved it. Because I already knew the score. Yep. Dallas scored four unanswered touchdowns in the last quarter yesterday. Mm. Yeah. Great result. In fact, before I talk about Tom Brady, who's a schmuck, uh, I was talking to my good friend Benny Graham today, former NFL player, Aussie, Geelong football player. He reckons Dallas Cowboys are his pick for the Super Bowl. Mm. I think um, – here we go. I think he needs to get off the Susie Wongs. <laughs> Tom Brady led a magical comeback on Monday Night Football. You're not with it today. Am I carrying the show again? He inspired Tampa this Bay. This is amazing, this was. I to mean, a 17-16 win over divisional rivals New we Orleans. We should expect this. I mean, New Orleans are travelling pretty ordinary this year, but uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers aren't um, setting the world on fire as well. But this takes they were them to, five and six. Yeah, this takes this. them to six and six. So um, they're on their way to a potential mate, world ca- wild oh, card not. entry, possibly. So they were trailing 16-3 yeah. with five and a half minutes left. Brady went 15 of 21 for 125 yards. He just kept touchdowns. marching up the field. And the other problem with it, when you're when you're the opposition side and you're playing against someone like Brady, it was a little bit like when you played against Darren Lockyer. Mm. If you're behind by two points, about three or four minutes to go, you know they're coming for you. Mate, trust me, as a New South Wales supporter, do you know how many times Queensland's done that to us? Yeah. It, mm. it never, even the, the, the siren's gone. <laughs> and we go, oh, we've got this. We think. We've got this in the can. We've just got to tackle one bloke. And so that's what the effect that he has on your defence is not what he does with the ball, but yeah, it's what he right. does with your mind. You just know he's coming. You know yeah. he's coming and you just don't know how to defend it. Yeah. Now and sit back and watch. Is he better as a single bloke or as a married bloke? Nah, married guy. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's a bit too old to play the field now. Mm. Where's he going to go to, like, RSLs? Maybe RSLs. Yeah, bingo. Bowls club. Hey, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> He could do that. Eddie Jones, there are reports these uh, to be sacked as the England rugby coach after a review into a disappointing autumn series. It was like a five-year deal or something, wasn't it? Eight he? months till the World Cup. Would you sack a coach who knows that team that well right now? Well, there must be more to it because you wouldn't sack a – you know, the, the mindset is bought from management and board is that if we rip the Band-Aid off now, there's still time to recover. 
Mm. And that's what they tell themselves. But so close to a major event like the World Cup, this could have diabolical effects. Could he be the victim of players whinging again? Well, because he is pretty tough. He He's is. He's tough on his players. So what I would be doing, if I was Dave Rennie, if this is true, if I was Dave Rennie, I'd be on the coach. I'd be on the phone to Eddie Jones and say, we want you on our – I want mm. you as an assistant for the World Cup. I agree. Australia would benefit greatly from that. Yep. He probably realises, Dave Rennie, that after the World Cup, if they have some success and Jones is involved, he probably won't have his job anymore. But it's well, all about no, success. I doubt it. No, no. You've got to do whatever yeah. you can to get success. Yep. World Cup results overnight. Brazil thrashed South Korea 4-0. And my big hot tip, mm-hmm. the Japanese soccer team. Just beaten, hey? Yeah, one, it was one all after extra time. Yep. Penalty shootout, 3-1, defeated by Croatia. Amazing effort by uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. I, I've got to say, though, I'm just impressed the with The powerhouses of world soccer, the football they are. Well, they're, they're not. They're, but they are of Asia. They're very solid. They No, I'm saying it's a great effort. Oh, mate. And I just love the coach of Japan. It's 85 degrees in the shade, and he's there in a three-piece suit mm-hmm. on the sideline, not showing any anger or anything like that. I'm wondering if the fans still cleaned the stadium after a loss. They would have. They would have. Yeah, amazing. Mm. Well done. Uh, who plays who now? Uh, Brazil. Who does Brazil play now, Jack? Oh, good stuff, Jack. Good producing. <laughs> this is Sports Day for the seventh seat. Kia Sorento, large SUV. Tuesday, true or false, on the way next. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Sats and Jace, Tuesday, true or false. That's where we throw up some scenarios and uh, we just ask each other whether it's true or false. So it's not It's not like a – it doesn't have to be something that's actual, actually factual. Yep. All right, it's opinion-based. Mm. Go for it, Sats. So, like, true or false, Yeah. tomato sauce is the most overrated sauce. Yeah, well, see, that's a crap example, and I'd say that's true. True, exactly. Tomato sauce is only good on hot dogs with mustard. Agree? Everyone agree? True nah, or false? Nah, nah, nah I like tomato even, sauce. Won't even have tomato sauce. What do you have it on, Jack? Oh, literally anything. Really? On your lasagna? Because that's the only meal no, I see in, you eat. In chips. fridge? Pies, yep. And to be honest, I'll say this now, and I get a lot of stick for this one, mates. I have it with steak, and I get what? dogs abuse. But you should, you deserve everything you get. When do you yeah. eat a steak? Uh, well, I had one last week. It was Did great. You? Yeah, it was really good. Do uh, I have but, to take you out for lunch again so you have a good meal? Well, in fairness, it was with you boys, and I was uncomfortable getting um oh, it was tomato free. sauce. So that was free. As I got well. Diane instead. Yeah, well, Diane. it was lovely though. Well, di- okay, true there or false? Go, true or false? Diane yeah. sauce is, the... is better than pepper sauce. True, oh, false. True, no, true. False. no but you got to make it yourself. The pubs don't make it. I mean, mind you, Albion Park Greyhounds, oh. fantastic sauce. Can I just say, top three steaks I've ever had? Yeah, it was up there. Mm. True, it was very. good. I haven't eaten like that in weeks. I know because I've only been seeing you eat lasagna. Okay, true or false? Yes, both of you. You will be watching the Meghan and Harry Netflix doco. False. False. Won't watch it. I won't no. either. No. See, they've been exposed a little bit. There's a photo of all this paparazzi, and they talk about the, you know, the, the extremities that the paparazzi go to, and and how many paparazzi turn up to some of their, um, you know, the fundraisers or wherever they're, you know, in the in the limelight. There's a photo that's taken from the premiere of Harry Potter in like 2011 or something when. So they've stolen this photo and used it as the paparazzi that have got all the cameras on them. Mm. Yeah, so that's 
Well, wait. Dodgy, so they're dodgy. saying they're saying from back then that's still happening to them now. No, they've used that photo oh. as if the, the cameras were on them. Right. Mm. I still don't know what you said. Yeah, because you didn't listen. No, I didn't. As soon as you talked about Megan, I just gone. Yeah, I loved I'm, her in the first season of Suits. I'm a little bit like that as well. After that, no. Nah. I just don't care about any of them, to be honest. Well, see, I, thought, I, thought, I don't know if that's showing my age, but I just could not care. See, I thought Harry and Will made the rules cool again, especially Harry. Yeah. He's off my... True or false? He's off my Christmas list now. Do you yeah. like... Have you, have you accepted King Charles? True. I have. I have. Yep. False. True. Mm. But you're Irish, mate. You hate the Poms. No. Well, who's your um? Who's your king and queen? Well, we don't have one. We have a, we have a president and there's a T-shock. You should look up actually. A T-shock? What's T-shock. That? It's, it's basically the head of parliament, which is different to the president. The right, president's a different role. You should look him up. Michael D. Higgins. He's about three foot tall. Really? He's amazing. Yeah. Wow. He, he's so, he's just, he's, what a great ambassador for the country. I don't want to say is this. Is he actually the closest thing to a leprechaun? I was about oh, to say like, Honestly, he's got white hair. He's so Big small. Ears. And he just chats away. Yeah, he's, he's, he's awesome. There's a picture of him on a BMX bike I've got to show you. Oh wow! It's really does cool. he wear true or false? Yeah. Does the leprechaun of Ireland does he wear a, like a leprechaun suit on uh, Halloween? No, no, no. He should. Yeah. Do you guys well, celebrate Halloween? You invented it. Yeah, it's called Samhain. It's a bit of a different story. Did Halloween get invented in Ireland? Yeah, no, it's really? a, it's yeah. a Irish, Scottish, Celtic tradition thing. Yeah. yeah. There right. you go. Samhain. All right, I've got a true and false. Just because we were talking right. about Ireland before, uh, Roy Keane has come out with some pretty. You know, Roy Keane comments he's about a football the Brazilian player. He's a soccer player. Yeah. Yes. Right. Thanks was, for clearing that. Was, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Was, I thought yeah. he was a singer. Um, mm. About the Brazilians dancing after scoring goals. Yep. True or false? What the spectators or the fans? But, no, the players. The players. Like, false. So what? So, so no, I'm what's, saying, is it arrogant? True or false? Oh, true. False. Interesting. There we go. Go for your life. Play uh, on. Fans yeah. continue world, to do it. By the way, it's just, the World Cup. Uh, like that's it. I'm 100 percent because I think it's such a. I I think true just because culturally it's so and it's a uh, celebration. And it's fantastic World Cup is celebration. Yeah, but when you're smashing them four nil, yeah, just look. Pull like your that's shirt it. Up. I thought yeah. the first one, second one, great, and by the third, it's like lads, you are absolutely dominating them. Let's pull just... your shirt up over no. your head. Am I am I being a killjoy? Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you are. Play on. I've changed my mind. True or false? Uh, Mitch Moses is crazy for not not accepting a million bucks at the Eels. True. As we were talking about earlier on, this will come down to where he thinks he'll win a comp because if he gets a million from the Eels and this say he gets 1.1 from the Tigers or the Bulldogs, you know what, it's when you talk about million-dollar million contracts, it's not a lot of money in the scheme of things. So where's he going to win a comp? I think he's going to be closer to winning a comp at the Eels. But the next question is, can they afford two potential million-dollar players, Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses. If you had to pick, who would you pick? Dylan Brown. Right. At the moment. I don't – I haven't seen enough from Dylan Brown I yet. did this year, and you got to remember, he's only 22. So I'm thinking – It's a big risk. Yeah, it's a huge risk. I wouldn't but you know what? You know, you know what Mitch Moses can, can do, right? Yeah. You already know that. Well, they're heading in the right direction, Para. They've gone one step closer. But is that because of Mitch Moses? Oh, it's him and a, uh, there's a few people that are – the reason behind it. Mitch has got a huge reason. I'd be willing to lose Dylan Brown if they had someone coming through that they could mould into a decent number six. Mm. Just my opinion. Right, yep, this is Sports Day. Thanks to the seven-seat Kia Sorento Large SUV. uh, Weather and last blast on the way next. 
the seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Ah, uh, yes, weather for New Farm Australian through and through. Jeez, it was hot around southeast Queensland today. I saw it on my beautiful new car. It was about 38 degrees at one stage. Mm, on the Gold Coast, southeast yeah, Queensland? driving in between both on the okay. M1. Yeah, it's pretty warm. Uh, pretty warm. It forecast uh, for tomorrow. We'll go to the Gold Coast and hello to our listeners through 1620 AM, SEN, and also 104.1 uh, Radio 97, yep. which is down on, on the tweed. tweed. Uh, for tomorrow, have a look at this. Uh, sunny, top of 29 degrees. Um, no rain, no nothing. What's the perfect number? Blue sky, not too hot, not too warm. I reckon 28, yep. 27, 28. Mm. It's the water temperature that you've got to be. I don't care how hot it is out of the water. Mm. As soon as you still get in there, it's not nice when you get to just below your waist. Yep. You know, I don't like that feeling. <laughs> they shrivel up. <laughs> New Farms products are formulated, formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Can you believe this? Oh. I'm hearing rumours that we spoke about him earlier. Tom Brady could be going back to to Boston. Can you believe this? To, to New the England. New England Patriots. He's 43, isn't he? Well, he's older than that. Come he's on. about 45. Come on, Tom. I know you never get that competitive streak out of your body, and and while you're still competing like he still is, and of course we spoke earlier on how he won the game in the final moments for Tampa Bay again today. I don't know. The move, the move to Tampa Bay has had a huge influence on his on his personal life. Does he need the money for a, an impending divorce? No. Well, no, he's got the money there. Mm. He's worth what four or five hundred million dollars. Mm. He's got a company outside of his playing. Uh, he's playing that yeah. that is worth T two or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah. 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 TB twelve. Yeah, it's that's called. it. Yeah. It's, so yeah, money's the least. Of his concerns. He could be losing a lot of it soon. Hey, he will be. But in saying that, Giselle Bunchkin, his wife. She's loaded. She's loaded. She's yeah. got a shoe range. She's got everything. She's a, she's a model. Yeah. She was a model. Never. She has a Victoria's Secret model. She was, yeah. yeah. Well, you didn't have to throw that in. 1 a.m. tomorrow morning, Morocco take on Spain. I see Spain will get through that. Uh, Morocco have had an amazing World Cup. And 5 a.m. tomorrow morning, how about this for a game of football? Portugal versus Switzerland. Mm. Who do you go for? I'm going for Portugal. I'm going for Switzerland. I'm not a huge Ronaldo fan. I think he's a bit of a bit of a tool. Toss. Yeah. He's, he has been a tool, hasn't he? Particularly yeah. the stuff going on at Man United. Mm. I'm going for Switzerland because if they lose, they could open up their banks, and we don't want that. No, I'm going to go for Switzerland because they see the bad in nobody, <laughs> and their cheese is better than Portugal cheese. Yep. But having said that, mm. Portuguese chicken true. beats Swiss cheese. True. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> I'm going to draw. <laughs> I'm having a Portuguese chicken and Swiss cheese sandwich. Okay, so if you're on death row yeah. and you had a choice oh, of it. Portuguese chicken yeah. or Swiss cheese and crackers, <laughs> that decides your winner. I'm going Portuguese chicken. Yeah, me too. Because I know it's going to go through me at the time of execution. <laughs> And you'll have to clean that up. <laughs> Make sure you got the right insurance this storm season. Search Suncorp Home Insurance for a quote today. This has been Sports Day. We'll be back tomorrow night. See you, Saturday. See ya. Goodbye.